0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Westbridge Church podcast. To learn more about Westbridge Church, including our service times, visit us online at westbridgedanville.com. This week's message comes from Pastor John McDougal, and we hope it encourages you to take your next step in your faith journey. Thank you, worship team. As we were singing the, the goodness of the Lord, I was thinking about one of our dear, dear sisters in Christ, Bevue Bank, who went home to be with the Lord this week on Monday afternoon, and just uh, she fell asleep in his presence, opened or fell asleep in his care, opened her eyes to see um, his goodness and his beauty in a way that, that she never has. And just uh, to testify on her behalf, just seeing her walk through that valley, his goodness was with her every step. And we are. Even this morning, missing her, and uh, just love her, but so thankful for her life, and thank you for those of you who cared for her and and walked with her through this season. Well, good morning to everybody, and, and good to be together, excited to wrap up our Summer Wonder series, and the uh, re- this is the final week. This is week number four, and throughout this series, we have been, our goal has been to just bask in the splendor of God's creation, allow it to move us to worship, and that the byproduct is humility, but really the goal is just worship our Lord together. And I hope it's been helpful to you in your, your journey. Uh, I know it has for me. I, I've sensed a, the Lord helping me put on the brakes to my busy life and distracted mind. And it happened one night this week. was outside wrapping things up and was going to hurry back in to go to bed. And I thought, I'm going to take a mini wonder walk around the backyard and so i just kind of cruised around the backyard and stopped and looked at the sun as it was setting and just basked in the beauty of that and something unexpected happened as the sun fell behind the uh the horizon and the night began to descend it was as if the uh the lightning bugs in unison all kicked on their lights and said let's light up the n- the night i don't know if anyone else saw it it was so beautiful just all around these lightning bugs and just Basking in the wonder of that. Like how, how does that happen? And as they ascend, just the picture of their, they too are displaying God's glory and and in their own way, praising the Lord. And so we, uh, today we, we are pulling out the stops as we come to the finish line. We're, uh, in baseball terms, we're bringing in the closer of songs and texts to lead us into the splendor of God's greatness and call us into our, our primary calling of worship. And as I've been reflecting on this text, I keep getting this visual in my mind of four hikers that we love on a beautiful trail. These hikers are, here's a picture of them. They're, uh, this is our son Chad, his wife Laura, this is Lydia, and Mitch must be take, taking the pic- picture. But this was in April, and they're hiking this beautiful tra- 12 miles of rugged terrain, along the, the uh, in an island, uh, Kauai, that's leading to a destination of the beach, this beautiful beach. But to get there, you have to hike this trail. Now, as uh, we have a couple more pictures of, of this trail, I believe, yeah, you can just see, well, as they're planning this trip, what I caught was a passion to reach the destination of this beautiful beach. I mean, it was like, we are going to, and you can see the ruggedness of it, but like we are going to, to reach the beach, this, this destination. And as we open Psalm 148, it's an invitation to hike. We're, we're going somewhere. And, and what God does here in, his te- in this text is he invites us to two checkpoints along the journey, but a very clear destination that we're going, in, and a place that we are going to end up that we must arrive at. And so, if you would, join me there in Psalm 148, verse 1. The psalm is, again, a powerful uh, call to our primary calling in life, which is worship. And the psalm opens up with this, these three words, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It, this is our singular calling in life. And when you think about why anything exists, every atom in the universe, this applies to, to all that exists. Praise the Lord. Notice that these three words bookend the psalm. So you have, it starts with this, it ends with this, and it's just a, a literary picture of how praising the Lord should bookend our lives, should bookend each day. These, this is the main thing as we come to live out our life. It is to live a life praising our Lord. Each new day, an opportunity to join with all creation in praising Him. What's interesting about the word praise is it's, it's the, uh, the Hebrew for this is, the transliteration of the Hebrew is into English is hallelujah. Pray, the word we see praise here is hallelujah. And it's one of those words that even though it's Hebrew, it sounds like what it is. I mean, we can just say hallelujah. And you say, well, what what does that capture? We, we've talked about as a church family the three postures of praise. Do you remember them? The first is adoration. It's the image of praising God for who he is, adoring him for who he is. The second is thanksgiving. And it's, this is just expressing our gratitude for what he has done, what he is doing and will do for us. And then the third posture of praise, do you remember what it is? Romans 12.1, it's surrender. Here's my life. Now, how do you express all three of those postures in one word? Hallelujah is it. But when we shout, when the psalmist shouts, hallelujah, it is just this all three, adoration, gratitude, and surrender in one word that just captures the passion of our soul and why we were created. And that's the theme of this song. That's to be the theme of our lives. And I know, I don't know about you, but I, as what God gives us here is such a gift because I feel the struggle of, um, my soul grows cold at times or callous, distracted, and this isn't a natural thing always, is it? We, we don't wake up just with one big hallelujah. <laughs> we wake up with a groan, and we wake up with our issues, and we wake up with the struggles and the challenges. And, and, and yet God created us, gave us breath, gave us life, gave us today for the hallelujah. It's why we're here. And so Psalm 148 is, is a call into this. It's a, in, in essence, it's an invitation to come hike this trail. Come hike the path of worship. Come to the first checkpoint. And so we we get to join in with this. And uh, the the first checkpoint here, I'll I'll give you the checkpoint. It's praise the Lord from the heavens. So look up and praise the Lord. We see this in the second part of verse 1 and and following. As he says, praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him from the heights above. Praise him. All his angels. Praise him all His heavenly hosts. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all you shining stars. Praise Him, you highest heavens. And you waters above the skies, let them praise the name of the Lord, for at His command they were created. And He established them forever and ever. He issued a decree that will never pass away. As we look up and bask in the, the wonder of what he created, you notice what, where he goes first to the heavens that we can't see, the whole realm of where, where there are angels without number praising him. Then to the heavens we can see, the stars, the moon. And then to the immediate atmosphere, the, the clouds and the sky. Every atom that, that he created when we look up is being called to praise God. Every star, moon, angel, notice the word all, all, all. It's a theme in this song. You can see it. Praise Him, all you angels. There is not one angel in a corner of heaven that is not called to join this hike of adoration, gratitude, and surrender. All creation. When we look up all of it, praise God, and it leaves you just, I don't know if you feel it, but who are we? Who are we, who am I, to be worthy to praise this one? That that he created the sun in all of its glory, and he's calling this sun to come. Praise the Lord. The moon, the stars, every star. And and a question comes to my mind, I, I don't know if you feel this as you read this, is how does a star praise the Lord, or how does a moon praise the Lord, or how do the highest heavens... The waters, the clouds that came through this morning. How does a cloud with rain in it praise God? And what's really neat about this is it helps us understand worship. Worship is not just about a song. It's not just what we sing on Sunday or what we sing throughout the week. Worship is being who He created us to be. A star praises God as it simply is what he created it to be. You praise God as you are what he created you to be. And some of you are like, man, I, I just don't know my spot in life and I can't play the guitar like Wes or piano like Seth. Or I, I'm. If God created you, I, I walking in this morning, I saw the bricks in our building and I thought, praise God for the, the brick maker who makes bricks for the glory of God. What, what is it that brings you joy? What did he make you to do? I remember trying to learn how to play the guitar. with Chad, my son, gifted musician, thinking, I'll do that. And realized, it's just not me. I love to play golf. (laughs) So I'm going to play golf for the glory of God. I love to preach or teach or whatever. What is it that God created you to do? Plant flowers, paint pictures, just be with people. Sit around the campfire and talk. Be Beautiful, beautiful picture we see as this call to worship reminds us what worship is. And as we look up and see all creation praising our Lord, every star, every angel in heaven walking this path to praise God, to to give their entire being a hallelujah to the creator. The response for us, our fitting response is we must join this march. We must join this hike. We must get on this trail and praise him as well. Praise the Lord from the heavens. May our life be a living hallelujah for him. But the song takes us to another checkpoint. So first checkpoint is look up and join this march to worship. But then the second one is praise the Lord from all the earth. And really neat, he makes a very clear pivot here in verse 7. As he says, okay, now look around the earth. And he starts with the ocean. He says, you great sea creatures in all ocean depths. This week, I was rem- we, we grieve and, and uh, pray for the families of those who were lost in the submarine that, that imploded. But I remember thinking, man, how do you lose a submarine? Or like with all our technology, how do you lose something in the ocean? It just felt like we should know where everything's at. But man, it's so deep. And the creatures are so vast. And, and here he's calling the, the creatures, the, the whales, the dolphins, the stingrays, and the shrimp, um, come, join this journey of praise. Lightning, hail, snow and clouds, stormy winds that do his bidding. So so the pictures of, of uh, his power and lightning, and then the int- intricacy of a snowflake. Has anyone heard of the guy, Wilson Bentley? He's known as the snowflake man. And it was fascinating to read his story this week, but he was lived, um, he's no longer with us, but he was really the father of studying the snowflakes. And he spent 50 years of his life studying snowflakes under a microscope, absolutely blown away by their beauty. And he writes, um, writes this, under the microscope, I found that the snowflakes were miracles of beauty. And you can Google his pics. He's got like, um, I think over 5,000 pictures of snowflakes every crystal a masterpiece of design and no one design ever repeated with every snowfall these beautiful beyond description that the capture of this guy's 50 years of attention is declaring one thing hallelujah to the creator and, and we, we don't have the capacity to see them all or appreciate them all, but it's not stopping their song. Awesome. Every snowflake. You mountains, and notice the word again, all hills. Fruit trees and all cedars. Every tree. Wild animals and all cattle. Small creatures, so the things that creep along the ground, and the flying birds, the eagles, and kings of the earth and all nations. You princes and all rulers. Everybody, come join this hike. Say, what about the, the, the ruler of the nation that no one knows about? The, the little island out there in the Pacific. Yep, bring him too. Bring him to. He's, he's to be part of this. Young men and women. So the generations, old men and children. I love seeing kids in our service today. And just the God, your praise matters to him. Checkpoint number two, praise the the Lord from all the earth, or from the earth. And so here God is inviting us to look around and bask in the wonder of his creation. This past week we thought, hey, what if we help each other in this and see it by sharing some pictures of, of the beauty and the splendor of God's creation through what you've seen. And so thank you for those of you who are kind enough to send in your pics. We may not have been able to include them all, but this was a big job for Marcy last minute to um, put these up and get them going. So I appreciate her help and and our our AV team. But we'll go ahead and just roll through this. But Cam's um, home country, Montana. Just the beauty of this, Candace. And this is Mooresville and God's double rainbow, Avon, Indiana. Who would have ever guessed? So beautiful. Gavin Hadley, LD Far and they where they live now. Katarina Richardson, Irvings pond that's just stacked with fish stocked with fish Jack and Becky Hume, beautiful picture of the flower Carrie Little, the bee is, if you know bees, unbelievable glimpse of glory wow, Matt awesome pick, brother Jeff and Sheila Bassett, the vastness of Utah Francis and Sedona, colors, rocks Bryce Canyon Our own raccoon lake, beautiful. Thanks, Allison. Rich and cherry, isn't that awesome? Antigua, ooh, and they have volcanoes around them. Janae, cooling us off. Glory, Pat, the unbelievable picture of our state bird, Lauren. Beauty of the lake, a leaf. Eastern Montana. Smoky Mountains. New Mexico. Power of the Niagara Falls. Oh, yeah. Beauty. Little guy in it beautiful. Thanks, Hattie. Grand times. Yeah, let's pray, Nora, going into the caves. Hmm. As we hike along the trail, and again, I, I think about your own journey, your own life, and how many beautiful scenes you've seen. God's, the splendor of God's creation Think about those four hikers on the trail to the beach. And uh, I hear that you hear the call of God in his word. Look up and let this soak in, the, the wonder of my creation. Look around and let all this soak in, the beauty of what I have made. But this is not the destination. These are checkpoints. And I, I picture us now coming in this text to the beach. We've hiked the 12 miles, we've made it. And, and I picture our creator gathering with us, perhaps around a, a campfire, and saying, now, I want to lead you to the destination. And that's verse 13. He says, let them praise the name of the Lord for his name alone is exalted. His splendor is above the earth and the heavens. His splendor is above the earth and the heavens. We've just gotten a glimpse, and you think about these pictures don't do justice. You you can't describe the beauty of, of creation, can you? The 360, the filling, the when we're in it and we're seeing God's creation, you just can't, it's beyond words. When we look up and we see the sky and uh, the beauty of it, it comes to that point where we no longer have words. When we look around and we feel and see the beauty of God's creation and those moments that it just leaves us kneeling in worship, Here God is saying, those moments when you have no words for the beauty, when you have no ability to, to, uh, means to capture this moment, who I am, my splendor, my greatness is above all that. The destination is Him. The destination is the splendor of His name. When you see the word name in Scripture, it's describing who He is. And what He's saying here is, guys, what I'm leading you to through my creation, through all that I've done, all of this, every bit of beauty that you see is an invitation into something far more splendid than what is, you can't describe with words or capture with pictures. And it is me. It is me. It is a person. And it is the one who loves you with the love that's infinite, who knows you better than you know yourself, who hears you, who walks with you, who created all this for you, who redeemed you, loved you, cares for you, and desires to do life with you. The beauty of creation is an invitation into the wonder of knowing Him. And through faith in Jesus Christ, we can know Him fully and completely. Does that make anyone else want to say praise the Lord? (laughs) Hallelujah. Right here, I don't know if you're starting to feel this, but I start to feel really small. And I almost want to just back away, take off my shoes, kneel down, because this is holy ground. Who am I, and who are we, to receive the goodness and the love of this one so great? to be invited into his presence and that he would want to be with us and what's our fitting response to him it's just hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah praise the lord this is why we're made along with every atom of creation to sing his praise but it's here we we add uh, we hear a disturbing sound picture being on the beach. We're surrounded by beauty, this glory. We hear a sound, and it's not a good one. It's the sound of a a boy crying, and it's the cries of pain coming from a hospital room. Something's wrong. Creation is not as it should be. It's broken. It's groaning, and this little boy's cry is just a symbol of the cry that we all feel that we all hear our world is marked by death disease decay and maybe this morning you're feeling the the pain of brokenness wondering how do we praise the lord when things are not right how do we worship with authenticity and honesty when we're um, we're filling the brokenness that that is in our world i just love it that here in this hymn of praise this song of praise God speaks into our, the brokenness of our world with the word of hope in verse 14 as he says this, And he, God, has raised up for his people a horn. When you see the word horn in Scripture, it's, it's the picture of a leader who is strong in battle. And, and what is this? Who is this leader strong in battle? It's, he is worthy of the praise of all his faithful servants. We know that. God will bring the Messiah to right what is wrong, to reverse the curse. And I think this is pointing towards Christ, who will come. He will, because he is worthy of praise and deserving of praise. He he goes on, the praise of his faithful servants of Israel. And this is significant. The people, what? Close to his heart. As we look to Christ. We see one who entered our brokenness, took our brokenness upon himself, our sin, died in our place to redeem us, to rescue us, to make known to us the, the heart of God. To say, know this, when you're feeling the brokenness in this world, in your own heart, you are loved with a love that's immeasurable. Know this, and he shows us this at the cross, Romans chapter 5 verse 8, but God demonstrates his love to, the, to us in this, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, and offers forgiveness, but also life with God through the brokenness, through faith in him, and today, if, if you're processing suffering, going through some pain, may I encourage you just to take up this verse and, and think about this, um, hold on to it. Answer the call to praise. We can praise even through our tears. But it's as I say, how do I do that? It's by fixing our eyes on Christ, knowing that, that he does love us. He is with us. He is faithful. And one day, he will wipe away every tear. And as the uh, the curse is fully reversed. And I can't help but think it's in the moments of brokenness and pain when we come and offer our praise, even through tears, that they're especially meaningful to our Father. And, uh, right now, as a church family, we're watching this play out in real time. Wes and Janae Johnson, our worship pastor and wife, had been praying for a, another child for some time. And we rejoiced with them as several months ago as the Lord answered their prayer. And Janae is 23 weeks along with their new child. Several weeks ago, they announced that their new baby is a baby girl. That was a Monday that they, they uh, gave the gender reveal. Tuesday morning, they received a call from the doctors that there were some concerns that they needed to check into and, and had them come in. And after more scans and tests, they discovered that the likelihood is high that their little girl has a chromosomal chromosomal. Abnormal, abnormality called trisomy 18. And most, most of the time, these little ones don't make it to birth, and if they are born, they only live a few few months. And there are moments in life when you receive some news and the ground shakes beneath your feet, you pray for a miracle, that you brace for a storm, and this is one of those moments for Wes and Janae. You know Wes and Janae, two of the most loving, tender hearted people I know, that I know, and dearly loved, dearly loved part of our church family and our staff. And you see Wes publicly and, and Janae, and you know his heart. I can just tell you, if you don't know Janae, she too, just precious, precious daughter of God and sister. And so uh, our hearts are aching with them and breaking with them through this. And I share this with you today so you can walk alongside them and uh, do what the body of Christ does. As God nudges you to, to pray, to, uh, to grieve together. As the, as the body of Christ, we're family, aren't we? And we, we grieve. We, we rejoice together, but we grieve together. The ups, the downs, the highs and lows of life, but we're in this together. Wes and Janae have a great support structure with their immediate families around them, their small group and staff around them are really the running point in terms of the care, but we wanted to, they value your help as well and your support as well, and I know as their pastor, I'm in kind of protect mode for them. It's not easy to to process grief with a ton of people, with 800 other Christians it can be overwhelming, and so I talked to Wes this, this week and said, hey, what would you have me Share with the church family, do, do you want? how do you want us to walk with you through this? And he said, talked to Janae and said, we're, we're okay to just talk about it. So um, it's their reality now. And so if you want to just don't be afraid to, to, to talk, he said he, he values that. But as their pastor, could I offer just a couple words of um, what I've learned over the years? And often we come to situations like this and we're not quite sure what to say. And, I've, and here are some things not to do or, or things to do, but one of the things that uh, is not helpful in a situation like this is sharing your own story or the story of someone you know who had a child like this. And um, it, it kind of takes the, it's usually just not helpful. So I encourage you not to do that. Uh, another thing that's not helpful is to ever say, I know how you feel, or um, things like, well, God just needed another little one in heaven. Those well-meaning, but they don't help. And we don't know how they feel. Their situation is unique to them. And and the best thing to do, what, what is really helpful, is to simply let them know that you care, that you're sorry, and that you're with them. And to truly pray for them. And then when God does open an opportunity or nudge you to do something kind or encouraging, to to act on that nudge. And so... Would you be willing to join as a church family praying for a miracle? And uh, 1st of July, they'll have more tests and find out a little bit more of the certainty. Right now, it's 90 to 95% certain this is the path they're on, but we don't know yet. And we have a God who can heal. And so, I know their small group is fasting and praying at times. And and, uh, we're going to beg God for a miracle, but also pray that God would just give his daily grace to them. Over the past couple of weeks, as Wes has led us, I know I've, I've watched him lead and worship along with. I just pray, God, would you uphold this brother who's having to lead us in worship with a breaking heart? And Janae, she comes and same, and it's going to be a journey of waiting, but God is faithful, isn't he? And may we lift them up and support them. But I also want to share this with you today. I think it's providential. And some of the interactions we've had with Wes and Janae, with the text that we're in today, and uh, God is sustaining them, and they are showing us what it looks like to praise him through the pain, through the brokenness. One of the, the challenges of this is, and what they're feeling, is the pain of having to share this with their kids as well. And they have a little boy, Tannen, who's got a super tender heart, age five, and then Uh, Raylan, who's three, Uh, this week, Wes, uh, it was on Wednesday, he says, this morning we went ahead and told the kids, and it went about as expected. Tannen cried and struggled with the thought of not being able to meet her, hold her, or play with her, and Ray cried simply because Tannen did, though she did ask if Jesus would bring her back from heaven. We were able to cry together, pray together, and start the journey of helping them process through loss in a redemptive way. What we told them this morning is the same thing we have to repeat to ourselves every day. God is still good, his plans are still good, and he doesn't make mistakes. Please continue to pray for the kids as they journey, as their journey is only beginning. And Tannen, as you well know, has so many questions and cares, and cares so deeply that he will certainly have more questions about things. he's thinking about thanks for praying and then later in the week he texted this her name is Hallie Suzanne Hallie the name we originally chose because we liked it and we loved the how for short but when we looked up the meaning of the name it seemed to fit so perfectly Hallie carrying the part of the Hebrew word halal hallelujah means praise the Lord dweller in the meadows. First, it was praise the Lord for being faithful through our miscarriage and giving us a baby girl to love. And then it became praise the Lord for her life and how he has in his infinite wisdom and care knit her together just the way he wanted her to be. And even though it's hard to praise the Lord through our tears and questions, we want her life, however long or short, to be a reminder that God is always and in every circumstance worthy of praise. Halley's Life verses, Psalm 19, 90, 14, satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. As the song from, the, as the song from that psalm so aptly proclaims, all our days are held within your hands. Your perfect love and favor have no end. We rest within the wisdom of your plan, everlasting God. Praise the Lord. Last words of this psalm, the last words of Wes's text, and perhaps the toughest moments of their life. That's the grace of God, isn't it? Praise the Lord. And so, as we come to this, this final day, final These final moments of our summer wonder, my mind goes back to the picture of that trail and just the beauty of it. Go ahead and put it up on the screen. As you see this trail, think of your life. And think of how really it's a journey into the splendor of of God's greatness and and glory, isn't it? Each new day that we wake up is an adventure. It's a hike into the twists and turns and, and with every corner, unexpected glimpses of his glory and we marvel at it we look up the psalm says look up and and join everything that you see up there that is called to worship join in that praise that hallelujah and then look around and know that every atom of what is made and what we can see is hiking along this trail join the celebration and know this to be true it's not the beauty of all this stuff that's the point The point is the destination. And when we arrive on that beach, what's the the splendor that's above all that we see up and down? It's the splendor of who He is. Our God, who is a person, who wants to know you, connect with you, do life with you. The God who redeemed you, who, who has promised you not only life here that's that, that's worth um, that leads us to praise, but life that will leave it leave us praising Him into eternity. This is the one for whom we were made. I love the way Colossians says it in uh, Colossians chapter one, verse fifteen. The Son is the invisible is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in Him, all things were created, things in heaven. And on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And so the calling for us today is simply to respond. Hallelujah. Amen. And so as our worship team comes now, what we'll do is just give you a time, a few moments of quiet, just to praise the Lord in your own words and and from your own heart it's neat to think that uh in the vastness of this creation he sees you and he hears you and that this morning your praise and your adoration matters to him and so if you would just take a a moment or two as we play some music and just praise him Father, we join the symphony of the stars as we look up and just worship you and praise you. You are awesome in your creation. We join the, the chorus of creation as we look around and at your world and what we can see and know and taste and feel and just tell you you are awesome. You're so good kind you're so wonderful you're so beautiful and so powerful but lord we thank you for the destination of your presence and at first it's uh, scary to think that we can actually be talking with you and meeting with you and be in your presence we know we're not worthy but we look to christ and know that we come into your presence knowing it's through him and his righteousness and so we thank you for him Jesus, we thank you for the cross and your love that was poured out. We tell you, you are our treasure. You're our love. You're our hope. You're our joy. You're our passion. You're more beautiful than anything that we could see. You're what we want. You are what we want to, or who we want to spend eternity with. Lord, I thank you that you love Halle more than even we do. And we pray that you would heal her. Pray this for your glory. That as she lives, that every time we see her, that her life would be a reminder of your goodness. But we trust you and know that your plans are not our plans, your ways are not our ways. And we don't understand, but we trust your heart. So we pray for grace through these days. Pray not just for Wes and Janae, but for all that are here today wrestling brokenness of this world lord we thank you for this call this reminder that we exist for really one purpose and that's to praise your name and we feel the joy of it even this morning as we talk and and, uh, are reminded so may we turn this week into one big hallelujah as we go out and and just take your praise into our everyday lives pray this in the powerful name of jesus amen